Welcome to another edition of the Gang Recognized Gang Podcast with RLJ Kev. I'm your DJ KEV, and that is our resident life coach and host with the most RLJ. And together we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Revolution. It's revolution. Yo, Brother J, man, I want to thank you, man. What's up, man? Nah, man, I just appreciate, uh, you know, a lot of my family is like my my blood relatives or whatever. They spread out all across the country, right? So I I, I ain't really got no place to go on like holidays or no place I really want to go. Like, oh, I need to go here to, you know, because all the people that I really was rocking with, they ain't here no more in terms of like my family, family. But, you know, I got my cousins and things. But, you know, we... Man, we savages, man. We we ain't doing we we ain't doing right by our grandparents. <laughs> so so I ain't gonna put it all on all, all on like we ain't had an upbringing. I I think part of it is we just lazy. But um, I just appreciate the fact that man, when the holiday seasons come around, if it's Easter, just hanging out, man, you just welcome me with open arms, man, and just give me an opportunity to just travel up and uh kick it with uh you and mama J, man and just have a good time man and so i just want to thank you for the invite yes sir man, man. The, the, between the between the uh oh man the the tenderloin that you smoke man put your thing on that thing boy <laughs> then that car- that caramel cake man that joke was crap man <laughs> then then i then i then listen to mama J. she telling stories man mama J was like the Nino Brown of baked goods, man. She had like, <laughs> God damn, man. <laughs> God damn, man. <laughs> she had, she had Southeast West Virginia on lock with the baked goods. <laughs> with the baked, with the baked goods, man. Yo, bruh. Like, nah, man. Like, yo, you, you ever listen to, you ever listen to your parents, right? And they talk like, they, like you, you don't necessarily remember an event the way they remember an event. But then, like, the older you get and the more, like, you kind of actually listen about what they recollect of the event, man. And they, like, spitting all these different facts and details. And it make you question, like, who your parents were before you got here. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yo, that's how Mama J was talking, man. Mama J was talking. She was moving product. Like, she was moving product and whipping that work, man. (laughs) And, And if the weight was off. It was gonna be a problem with Mama J. Like, <laughs> you, you kind of just sit there. I, I, you know how you, you know how you talk to like one of your one of your OG uncles or something, man. And he like real saved. He like a deacon in the church now, whatever, man. But he'll talk about something like, yeah, man, such and such, man, owed me for an eight ball. I said, eight ball? What you talking about? And it, he say, no, you know, I, you know, back in the day, I, I didn't, I, I wasn't always who I was now, who I am now. <laughs> and they got this story. They got this story about who they were, and it's like you, they just drop gems. Like, damn man, you you used to be different one day. It was like one day, like you used to be somebody else before you became who you were, man. And so, like, it, it just be funny to me because the way Mama J was talking was like she was like Griselda Blanco, <laughs> <laughs> and she was running the she was running pound cakes out the trap house, bro. <laughs> And so that joint, that joint just made it just it just brought joy to my heart, man. I just appreciate the invite, man. It just like yo, just let me be part of the family, man. Absolutely, my man. She Absolutely. Made me, she made me an Easter basket, man. It was dope. It was dope, man. Cause it's like damn, man, I ain't really get Easter baskets like that back in the day. It's like you grown now. 
It's like, damn, man, Easter basket with a lot of little chocolates and candy. <laughs> Put a smile on your face, man. It's the simple pleasures in life, brother. That's the it. That's it, bro. Life. So now, nah, man, so I just wanted to, I just wanted to one shout you out publicly, man. Though the event was private, man, I just, it just brought joy to my heart, just to like. Just to kick it, man, and um, it's always a good time. Just, just, just fellowshipping and building. So, anytime, brother. Anytime, any and every yeah. time. Yeah, man, I, I definitely appreciate that, man. But um, you know, spring is amongst us, man. I'm going through probably about a, probably about a bottle and a half of flonase. Mm. Here. <laughs> Every 15 days or so. Bro, that shit started in <laughs> February. Where I was like, why do yeah. I have to take this so often? Yo, bro, what they say? What they say? April showers bring May flowers, bring man. May flowers. I ain't seen nothing but yellow cake on my car, bro, for two weeks. Yellow cake, man. And you know, shout out, shout out to Jackie Robinson, man. Jackie Robinson Day, April fifteenth, man. April fifteenth, uh, nineteen forty-seven, man. That's when uh, Jackie Robinson. Uh, his first season in the major leagues when it started, man. So, you know, shout out to Jackie Robinson. So I, I like April, man, but I don't like the pollen, bro. I don't like the pollen. Um, and, you know, I'm I'm a knucklehead, so I think I don't really need to take allergy medicine. Fair. Like, I don't really I don't need Zyrtec, blah, 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 blah. And then you go without it, right? And then you got to double up. You got to double up on the Benadryl because now you got the post-nasal. You can't sleep. And all then the you got to get back on the habit, man. And you got to do the flow. You got to do all that stuff, man. I'm thinking neti pots, man. I'm thinking the, the little pump you put on your nose and get all that stuff mm-hmm. out, man. All like, things. I hate this time of year. I love it because it's like nature. You know, the flowers are blooming. But, man, I hate it because, boy, Mother Nature and my respiratory system. Once it's it's once it like there's a once this transitionary or transitional period dies down, my allergies will probably simmer down a little bit. It's still gonna be out there. It's not gonna be as bad, but that's real. It my body don't it it's confused because. This shit don't typically start till like late March. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This shit started in January this year when we yeah. was having seventy and eighty degree weather in January. Yeah, and it kind of kept on too, man. Like it's crazy, you know. It's, it's it was eighty five last week. It's sixty nine a day. Still in that in between phase. Yep. Yep. Damn, man. They say man's supposed to be one with nature. I know they had allergies back in the day. Probably, probably not. They say nah, nah. I don't think how we did. get it then. How we get how like how how do we all of a sudden get allergies and now like like the the medicine behind it is a billion dollar multi billion dollar business. Like like did did the man did the man create allergies, brother Jay, to get us hooked on Allegra and Zyrtec? Bro, I don't know. Claritin. I don't know because you know Crack. back in the day <laughs> the only thing people was taking for allergies was Benadryl. Yeah, yeah. And now, like you said, there's so many different varieties and variations of antihistamines. I don't know where it came from. But I was sitting here thinking, when I worked an educational program, we had a pink sheet. And the pink sheet was the med list. 
So out of 380-some students at this conference for the week, we had about 92 of them on the pink sheet. This was the highest that we had on the pink sheet. Bro, my anxiety was high. And we this was in the briefing meeting. The students were set to arrive within about three hours. I keep turning. I was like, hey, I think y'all gave me uh, three more than more than one pink sheet. They was like, no, this is the high alert session. What the hell does that mean, bro? Internally, I was panicking, screaming. I'm going through some of the symptoms or some of the medical issues that some of the students had. And I'm just like, yo, what? <laughs> I don't remember. Like, we had to, the the venue that we were at, they had to remove any type of peanut butter or peanut candy or snack oh, out of the machine. Oh, because allergies. Wow. It was so severe. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were in a room and somebody opens a a nut rages. You remember the Reese's mm. nut rages mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they can get Mom. a smell of it. Yeah. They would have a reaction. I was like, well, they need <laughs> in my head. This was rude. I was like, this sounds like they need to stay home. Like we're going in public places. Yeah. We can't shut down union union. Um, uh, Damn. You definitely, you could, you couldn't even walk in the five guys. I guess at all. Man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the five guys thing, the peanut peanut oil. Yeah, that's the, yeah, yeah. We yeah. can't go to Union Station and tell everybody they got to get rid of the like. How are we? How are we supposed to do all this? I was like, whatever, just whatever. But some of the stuff that was there, my colleagues and I was like, yo, did any of this shit exist when we were kids? Like, I do not remember them telling us we couldn't have any type of or specific candy because someone was allergic to it. Bro, I don't remember nothing, man. I don't remember nothing about nobody with allergies. No, like we was out here living, eating whatever we wanted to. Somebody brought it. You took it home and blah, 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 and kept it moving. Like someone was allergic to red 40 dye. Mm. Do you know how many things contain red 40 dye? Yeah, yeah. Now the red 40 dye, is that the dye that they was talking about? That's in like the the hot flaming Cheetos. It was like, nah, you can't ingest it because that like do something to you too. I don't even know. All Man. I know is <laughs> it caused me to start looking at stuff. So I see the kid snacking on something. I'm snatching shit and smacking it out of his hand. I was like, hey, oh, my bad, bro. I, I you can eat this. This is oh, this is good. I was like, <laughs> yo, you just look. Like, I'm just trying not to get in a lawsuit. Hey, bro. I'm here. I'm here, so I won't get fined. One so. one of the students' names. I was like, hey, student A, he about to be fasting all week. We not doing this. <laughs> like snack time, wow. ice cream. Had to make sure it was it wasn't made in a uh, factory that was could have potentially came um come in contact with. It was a lot, and I was like, I do not remember anyone. As any of my childhood friends, anyone in my classrooms having symptoms or issues like this. I don't remember. And it could be that they just didn't let us know as children. But but it's to the point now where it's like, well, such and such can't have this. They got to have the blue tray when everyone else has the white tray. None of that. I'm just yeah. like, this is... I don't know, man. I think I, I missed that part. Like, Especially when, when my son was was little, little. Now eat whatever, but <laughs> um, he never really had he never really had like crazy food allergies. Was certain things that he might eat and it might affect his skin or whatever, whatever. But it was never it was never nothing like damn. We can't go nowhere. We can't eat nothing. You know what I'm saying? And he 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 was never really a, a crazy picky eater. You know, but man, but I know like people who got kids now, man. They like yo, they kids can't do nothing. I mean, eat nothing. 
Yeah, and there's there's allergies, then there's aversions, right? And so, yeah. or you 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 become intolerant over certain things. And one of my homeboys said, he's a doctor. He was like, you are growing like there's an you have a food intolerance because of the things that they're putting in the product or how it's processed, right? Like if the cow eats certain things and then they get milk from that cow that has eaten certain things, like now the milk potentially has remnants of what the cow ate. Yo, bro, you just said some wild stuff, right? Because I was just watching uh, a news report and they were talking about plastics Mm. in the Pacific Ocean. And it's they, they were saying like it's certain parts of the Pacific Ocean that it's so much fucking like plastic in the water that the damn animals and the fish around it have created like this ecosystem environment with plastic in the water. And the problem is when it becomes when it when the ecosystems merge and the fish and the plastic finally breaks down. The fish eat particles that contain the plastic. Then we eat the fish. Then we therefore are eating the plastic that's we that we are putting in the water. Yeah, that's some yo. That's crazy, man. Yeah, like that's what you're describing right there. Yeah, it's like yo, we we killing ourselves by how we treating like the earth and the environment. It's the circle of life, bro. And it's wow. not just with people, That's right? That's a fucked up circle then, man. It's Damn. the circle of life. And it's it's weird, but like a lot of these things, they didn't exist back in the day or they weren't as prevalent because of different environmental conditions. And now things are being injected and introduced and processed differently. And it's through the manufacturing that individuals are becoming, um, are getting in coming in contact with things that's causing uh, irritability within the di- the, the gastro tract. It's crazy. Yo, bro. But the thing, I guess what you, what you really describing is like our commitment to tradition is probably going to be the detriment of us because so, our commitment our commitment to tradition essentially creates a new tradition and a new reality that we don't want to deal with. So let's just look at the environment, for example, right? You you know, you're talking about, all right, we eat certain animals that ingest certain things. And then, I mean, shit, we we become our own worst enemy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we keep fucking up the environment. And then we're putting all the toxins in the environment and plastic in the environment and debris in the environment and things that will kill the environment and cause this and cause global warming and and cause the ecosystem of the earth to be off balance. And it's all man-made. It's all, it's all, it's all man-made. Yep. However, because we say, well, yo, we, you know, we've always consumed this much trash this much waste we've always produced this much waste we've always uh lived beyond our means we've always uh you know we we we've always eaten uh food that was bad for us we've always uh been able to smoke indoors (laughs) 
You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm saying that like tongue in cheek, like we've all, like you, you're so married to tradition mm. that it's that, it's that commitment to tradition that you're causing a new reality or a new tradition that's at, at our detriment. Well, when you, when you say the word tradition, you really got to think about it, that tradition is basically, um, when you're forcing people to follow tradition, you're forcing people to follow something that was set forth by someone that is no longer with us. So you are being ruled by dead people. This is what we do. We always got to go here. Why do we always got to go here? We got to have this for, um, well, we got to have this for Easter. Why do we have to have this for Easter? Well, we, you got to have this for Thanksgiving. Why? We're just perpetuating this cycle of tradition. And sometimes we don't understand or we're not aware. Yeah. We're not aware that tradition is preventing us from living our best life. Tradition is creating these fake rules and boundaries and walls and, and borders that we are subscribing to. And we're creating windows so we can see outside of tradition. And we're longing for the things that's on the other side of tradition because the tradition is no longer serving us. But you see cracks in the tradition. Yeah, but the issue is people are very selective about which tradition they uphold. When it's because some are easier to break away than others. Well, I thought you were. Yeah, but you know, uh, well, we're not eating pork anymore. We stopped eating pork, so we no longer have ham for Christmas. So we started doing this. Okay. But why do we have to do it this? Well, because you're always supposed to have a turkey for Thanksgiving. What if someone's allergic to turkey? Right? It's easy to break tradition when you are negatively impacted from it. But it's it's harder if it's not necessarily. It's like joining a new church. You know what, Pastor was talking about my shoes. You know what? I'm going down the street. That's why people going down the street now. It's easy to it's break convenient. away from things. Yeah, yeah, it's easy yeah. and convenient to break away yeah. from things. Um, but was it tradition in the first place? Exactly. Yeah, I, I see what you said. So I see when what I you did there. even with my my coaching clients, I will ask like, we'll talk about traditional gender roles within the house. I'm like, well, why? Someone was like, um, yeah. One of the women said, she says, yeah, I don't touch the trash. I said, so if your husband is out of town on business for a week, what happens to the trash? When he get back, that house going to be funky as hell. Then she looked at me like, well, you know what I meant. I was like, no, let's, let's, let's be real. Let's be. When he get back, the house going to smell rotten. Horrible. I said, yeah. so do you take it out when he, well, when he's not there? Yes. I said, so what, what makes you think in your head? That if you walk past a trash can and it's full and you're not doing anything to prevent you from emptying it, what goes off in your head to say, oh, no, I don't do that? Mm. Well, that's just not my job. Did you all did you all outline the roles and responsibilities of the house? Mm -hmm. Because in one point, it's a partnership because 
your husband makes a lot of money and now it's what we, you know, what we, we spend this and we do this because you're reaping benefits. Now it's us. No, and the trash thinking is him. Now when it's, when it's something that you don't want to do, now it's, now we have gender roles. Now it's no Uh, longer a partnership. That's a man's job. Tradition gets real broken. Ooh. When it's not convenient or Mm. I'm not the beneficiary. Ah, so you say, so you say people, you say people subscribe to tradition based on convenience yeah. versus based on, you know, kind of the uh, well, I mean, think historical, about well, the historical uh, meaning or significance yeah. behind family traditions. You say, you say motherfuckers subscribe to traditions because it's just, it, it's either some shit they want to do or some shit they don't. Well, I always ask this question and people, people laugh at me. I'll use an example of, um, let's say in your house you were studying or when you did homework, you listened to classical music. And so now as we're having a conversation, I ask you, you're telling me about classical music. And I said, Oh, do you like classical music? You say, yes. And I say, why? And typically the response is, oh, well, you know, as a kid, when I was doing homework, that's what, you know, I was forced to listen to classical music because it helped stimulate the brain and it helped blah, blah, blah. And I just took a liking to it. So then I asked the question, is it that you really like classical music or were you just conditioned Mm. and you were just constantly exposed to it? Mm. Did you make up in your mind and discovered classical music by yourself and say, oh, I like this or were you exposed to it forced to experience it? And now you just adapted as a part of your experience and environment because it was there because it's there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's interesting. Brother Jay. Like if you, if you grow up in a house full of dogs or mm. everybody in your, in your family has a dog as a pet, do you automatically have an aversion to cats? Do you or really do you like automatically dogs? not like cats? Do you really like dogs or were they just always around? And so now you go get a dog because growing up, there was always a dog around. Mm-hmm. And it's not that you really like dogs. It's just that they're just supposed to be here because they've yeah. always been here. So when I ask my clients that, well, why do you like this? And they just look at me because we're getting to the point now, Kev, where we are too old to keep saying because Mm-hmm. Or that's what it's supposed to be. Or mm-hmm. you're just supposed to do this. Or mm-hmm. it, it, it that's how it's always been. We're we we've we've outgrown that phase to where we just because I said so, right? Yo, well so let me let me let me let me let me let me throw a scenario out there for you, brother Jay. Go for it. Cause you said you you you're dropping a lot of gems, but I really do think like I still think mofos pick and choose even within that context of what it is that they want to subscribe to based on how they can position their own interests. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. So I got a friend, friend meets a friend meets a woman event. And he says they exchange information, blah, 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 whoop, 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 whoop. You know, they talk for maybe two days, text message mostly. And so then like two days, two or three days go by, they don't hear from each other. 
says the woman hit my boy up. It's like, yo, I ain't heard from you in a couple of days. Should I assume that you're not interested in me? Homeboy's like, nah, not, not even, not even, not even part of the equation. I just figured you was busy. So she responds, well, I believe in courting. You know, I believe it's a man's role to court, you know, to show interest in a woman and reach out and engage and initiate the communication. But my whole boy didn't tell me till after the fact was, yo, the woman was living with her husband. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Let me let me let me let me let me clean that up a little bit. Her ex-husband say that they were sleeping on one side of the house and the other side of the house. Now I don't know how big the house was, you know, based on the location they were into the mid-Atlantic region of the country. So I'm wait, not sure how wait, big the house wait, was. I need to make sure I'm following. <laughs> yeah. So my wait, home wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, I need to check oh, yeah. for clarity. Uh-huh. 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 So Shorty trying to holler at him. Holler, holler. It's basically saying you ain't hollering. You ain't hollering enough. The man, the man is the one that's supposed to do the court. The man's supposed to start the hollering. Yeah, and continue yes. and be consistent in it. Yes, because yes, that's yes, traditionally yes. what what tradition. But tradition. They're living in the house with their former spouse. I would say that would be non-traditional, or you know, in higher ed terms, post-traditional. The crickets. <laughs> oh, so my, so my, so my, my question is like, I mean, like, do do people really take tradition serious? Like the courting thing is, it's like, yo, you get on my man for courting or not talking. Like, you know, if, if y'all was talking real, real deep, and maybe it was over the course of two weeks, three weeks or whatever, then you ain't hear nothing from him at all. But y'all just meet and y'all talk for a couple of days and you say, hey, I got a little situation right now. <laughs> I'm living with my ex-husband. He on one side of the house, I'm on the other side of the house. However, I believe that it's your job as a man to court me in a unconventional, <laughs> non-traditional situation at what point is it tradition or at what point is it just some shit that niggas make excuses for because they don't they 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 they, they don't want to adapt <laughs> shit is weird to me man so like on one end you can't say yo you want somebody to court and on the other end you got like a whole live-in I'm confused, B. I don't know, man. What, what say you, man? I, I I don't know. This goes back to... Okay, so I don't want to make assumptions about why they are still in the house with their spouse. Yeah, because I mean, shit, man. Economics, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's 2023. But, 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 I, I get it, bro. Whatever having, the situation is. It, I get it. Trust me, I get it. But it's like, yo... A nigga really can't have too many demands. <laughs> you can't throw stones in a glass house, right? You, That's, this, ah, this is one of those situations ah, where it was like, ah, just, mm, 
I can't yeah. really make demands of someone in re- or hold someone to traditional standards if I'm out here still living with my ex-husband. Because <laughs> I want to... Why, why you just make the emoji face? You know the side-eye emoji? That's because I'm... Why pro- you just make the side-eye I'm, emoji face? I'm processing it, and when I said it out loud, it, it vexed my spirit. Like... Uh, you still living with your ex-husband. Uh, you, but you want to be courted. And then you finna, <laughs> you finna hold me to a certain standard? Bro. Like, there's there's going to have to be some give here. But then, yeah. it, but but once again, tradition goes out the window when, when I'm not benefiting from this. Because mm. traditionally, divorce means we go our separate ways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if this is let's con- just kiss and <laughs> say goodbye, and, and and that's what's supposed to happen. But if this is, I'm ben- I'm benefiting from staying connected, right? We we, yeah. I ain't got to pay this mortgage by myself. I ain't got yeah. to do the utilities, whatever the uh, arrangement is, right? I don't want to make assumptions, but I'm benefiting from not going with this tradition. But in other areas where I'm going to be the beneficiary. Right. I I'm I'm enforcing tradition. Mm. You got to do this and you mm. got to do this because I'm receiving this. Yeah. So it all depends on where the benefit lies. If I'm the benefit, then, yeah, we're going to follow tradition. If I'm if I'm not benefiting from tradition, then we're going to move it or change it so that I am benefiting and we're going to throw tradition out the way. Like we're not going to have Turkey anymore for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Cause it's convenient for me not to have Turkey. Yeah, man. I think, I think, I think people move the move the goalposts with their perspective on tradition. No, they don't move the goalposts. They change the rules. Yeah. 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 I remember one of my clients would tell me they couldn't, um, they weren't going to bring a baby into the world if they weren't married. Respect. I said, okay. And I left it alone. I didn't say any more. But then there's all these other things that they were willing to do. And I was like, let's, let's revisit this thing. So I said, so you want a child? They said, yes. But one of your requirements is that you want to be married first. Yes. Okay. But you're not putting yourself in a position to be in a healthy relationship to where marriage can be a goal or an accomplishment. You're delaying ultimately what you want, which is a child. And there are individuals out here who say, yeah, I don't want to be married with you, but you're pretty dope. We could raise a kid together. Let's co-parent because some people say, yo, I just don't want to be married. That's real. What and for whatever reason that they have, cool. Some people it works. For some people it doesn't. I know individuals that's been together years and have not even spoken about marriage. They've talked about him like you know what. They've seen people, and this was the conversation they've had. It was like, yo, we've seen people change as soon as they got married. Hmm. We got a house together. Both of our names is on it. We buying stuff together. We got kids. Family. Tradition. Tradition. Everything tradition, is good, right? Tradition. 
But according to everybody else, oh, were you not supposed to do this before? Blah, 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 blah. Mm. And I remember, (laughs) I remember I was at my friend's family cookout. And his sister, I was real good friends with his sister. So we're all sitting around. His sister is pregnant. Um, and so one of the old aunts came up and she just had negative energy. She said, well, you know, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to sleeping around until you, uh, you're not supposed to be sleeping with men until you're, till you're married. And so you having a baby, blah, 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 blah. And was going mm. off. And she said, yeah. And your husband wasn't, she, drinking? she wasn't, Oh Lord. she wasn't. And she goes, yeah. And aunt such and such wasn't supposed to sit on your husband's face, but here we are. Nigga. <laughs> said what <laughs> where mm. am i amen everybody got quiet her mother was getting ready to run and save her but at this point it was just like well too late it what i'm gonna say because it's the truth yeah that was the line because basically she was coming to say well hold on you you got a line talking to my child like that and then they're looking at her like you gonna you gonna get your child for she was like now nah, you approached her wrong yeah you asked for it. tradition <laughs> tradition <laughs> she said but here we are and i once again and we've seen this throughout the years bro within the family within friends within especially at work this is the way we're supposed to do it because we've always done it this way except for when i'm not the beneficiary mm-hmm. so i'm mm-hmm. willing to bend the rules if something puts me in a better position than what i'm in we don't have to do it that way if I'm going to benefit from the change. So let me ask you this, right? This is real rap, you know. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a guy show, you know. We try to talk, you know. We talk a lot about we talk about a lot of interesting subjects that women enjoy as well. So you know, but we try to we try to we try to shoot it straight from a man's perspective, right? Do you believe, brother Jay, that if you got a whole living, regardless if y'all ex? separated <laughs> together still but trying to break up and you got a whole live in do you believe if you got a whole live in you should be dictating terms of dating such as you like to be courted like how does that work does niggas show up to your house with candy and roses ring the doorbell and your husband answers to look with, with a six pack for your husband <laughs> what the fuck um I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know what that looks like. Yo, real talk, man. Like, yo, like for real, for real. Like that's that's like that's like is that is that like the you know? I don't know. Operandi. I don't. I don't know what that looks like because you you shouldn't even be in the space to where you want to date anyway. If you if you are no longer married to the person you're living with, right, nigga. That's a nigga. If me and my ex wife was under the same goddamn roof. Ain't no way in hell I'm inviting nobody over this job. Yeah, no, nigga, nigga, I, I don't even want to be at the. I wouldn't even want to be at the goddamn house, brother Jake. That's 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 a that's weird, bro. That's a that's that's weird. But you say, but no, nah, but it's like nah, but I get it. I'm in. A, I got a whole living, but I should be courted because that's tradition. Yeah, in I don't know. Traditional space, like how does it work, brother Jay? That's weird. That's weird. I, a lot of questions. I think it's interesting. 
once again, you know, people will pick and choose in what areas of their life they want to follow instructions, right? I remember <laughs> there was we grew up with a girl who was very religious. And pregnant in high school. And we just like, oh, not Miss Judgmental Judy over here. Like, mm. going to a party. She would show up to a party to tell people that they're not supposed to be doing things. Mm. You're not supposed to be drinking. You're not even 21. You should even be doing that and blah, blah, blah. What would mm. God say? God, That makes... And we're just like, bro, you don't bring her no more, bro. Like, mm. <laughs> shut right, her up. Then when she was the one that was driving everybody, everyone was going because they needed a ride. But then she was sitting there. Why are you listening to that type of music? You shouldn't be doing that and blah, blah, blah. And you shouldn't let him put his hands on you and blah, blah, blah. And she shouldn't mm. be able to say this to you because what would God think? Mm. And then Shorty popped up pregnant. Mm. I said, well, it looks like you had a good summer. Mm. <laughs> Evidently, that was that was rude. I shouldn't have said that. Petty. <laughs> I was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> and I and then she was like, well, you know, people make mistakes. I said, wow. Wow. That's all I mean, you for got. Real, but for real, for real, like it was a mistake in whose eyes? Regardless of whose eyes it was a mistake in, the fact that you were yeah. so easy to say, oh, well, you know, people make mistakes. Yeah, but yeah, over that's here, you was going hard in the paint for somebody drinking tequila yeah. <laughs> under the age of 21. And now it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, well, you know, people make mistakes and blah, blah, mm. blah. God forgives. That's mm. all you got? All mm. right, sister. All right, judgmental Judy. Like I ain't gonna lie, man. A lot of people, a lot of people, the God, the God that they serve, man, that that God don't forgive me as easy as they forgive them. <laughs> Hello? I'm just like, wow. But going back you know to that, man, the God they serve, man, they don't, the God they serve don't really forgive me as easy as they forgive them. It's it they pick and choose. They pick and choose what part of the religion is religious rules that they're going to follow and religious traditions that they're going to follow and customs and rituals of the church. They're going to, they pick and choose which, whatever is convenient for them to do. But the moment you start to get a little itch down there and you need somebody to scratch it mm. <laughs> and you just finish telling people they was going to hell because they mm. was going to the school dance and they was dancing and grinding and blah, 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 blah. Mm. They and was that, just acting it out. You went and did. And now, not <laughs> only not now, now according to the Bible, you know him. <laughs> you know him yo, biblically. Yeah, man. Yo, yo. When I was in Sunday school, man, they kind of put the emphasis on the no. I just, I just chuckle every time. <laughs> yeah, and it's he, like, and he knew her. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. So now y'all know each other biblically. And I, <laughs> So you went from you went from Bible study to booty call. Wow. To knowing. <laughs> to, to, they know. From studying to knowing. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> and now they know. And oh, I just it's even. but people yeah. pick and choose. And it's yeah. it's I find it interesting. Like, we gonna push this, we not gonna push this here. But then also when you get to the root of it, it falls under accountability. Mm -hmm. That person living with their spouse, but still thinking they can dictate how someone has to traditionally approach them. Ain't nothing wrong. If that's how you feel, a person is supposed to court you. Real rap. By all means, cool. But hold yourself equally accountable for lifting up other traditions in terms of relation 
with others. Yeah, because I mean, like, if you want me to come pick you up, then I guess we we gotta meet at we gotta meet at the Waffle House. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not. We gotta meet in a public setting. Can't we, come to your house, can I? We're not doing that, right? Flowers, so, candies. Yeah. <laughs> no, granted, there may be some people that be like, "Oh, well, you know, I understand," and man, blah, fuck blah. that, nigga. <laughs> I'm not. Man, you living with a whole nigga, man, and I'm supposed to come up. And, and introduce myself, nigga. Like this ain't Jody and Melvin from Baby Boy, I'm, nigga. This a whole nother new nigga. You cooking cook both of us. You 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 making both of us both of us cinnamon rolls in the morning. The like God, though. I thought it was eight in the pack. I can only get yeah. six because this nigga gotta have two. Like give me a break, man. <laughs> it's a lot. When you watch the TV, he come down sit on the couch. What's up, player? What's Yo, what's, what's up, up, man? man? Like, what's, what's, what's good? I can't really get mad at you because this, <laughs> you this, this is night? your house, right? Yeah, so like, like, what are we going to talk about? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we in this thing together. Ain't with, ain't, 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 wasn't that Al Jarreau? <laughs> yo, bruh. Yo, bruh. Say, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. He, uh, I brought coffee, man. He left the paper out front. Hey, hey, hey man. Some uh, Your mailman said he was trying to deliver something. Here you go, brother. Yo, like, but I don't know, man. So you know, when I heard, I'm just like, yo, that's, yo, you married to tradition at what cost, though? Yeah. God damn, like, yo, man, supposed to come up and, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, God forbid you gotta drive for some reason. You know what I'm saying? You gotta ask for the keys to the car, like, what? <laughs> like. How does, how does this thing work? Y'all man? still got a joint account? Like, what's this look like? Like, if you just saying, man, if you, you paying for dinner you, tonight, buying, is another nigga buying my dinner? Tonight, <laughs> is that gonna be a problem? Do you? Is the screen door locked when you get home? Do you gotta knock to ring the People door? People got back? some nerve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Man, you got a whole living. You ain't dictating a goddamn thing yeah, to me. I'm that's, sorry. That's yeah. You ain't dictating shit. But that goes, yeah, like I was saying, accountability. If you want to hold me accountable to traditions, then you need to hold yourself accountable to the tradition and get your own. Figure it out. Man. Because you're not in the position. I'm going to say this softly. You're not in the position, i.e. having your own space where you can make dictations within traditions. (laughs) See what I did there. That's wild, bro. So tell your homeboy, yo. Hey, man. God bless him, man. When did hey, when did your homeboy find out that she had a full living husband? Before, like, nah, was I this think, via I text? I think that was like when they. And I think, yeah, I think that was like when they was in the change, and she was like, you know, just F, like, she like the FYI. You know, people should give you FYI and shit. A, a FYI is like, hey, <laughs> this chicken that if if you go to this restaurant, it's gonna be spicy. That's an FYI. FYI. <laughs> a FYI, yo. Like a on my man, way like, home, there was a lot way, of cops on 95 way, I live in. That's not an FYI. What? No? And now the question is, are they really divorced? My nigga. Or are you trying to are you trying to get somebody shot up? Like my nigga. Sound th- like somebody trying to get somebody killed. <laughs> People out of hey, order, I'm, bro. Hey, I'm here to pick up. I'm here to pick up Yolanda. <laughs> <laughs> The fuck is you? I'm Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, 
your ride here. No, yeah, nigga, no, no. No, it's hey, a lot. Hey, yo, bro, man. Yeah, real rap, this real rap. Yeah, real rap, real rap. Everybody in the village, man, has chopped it up with us in this episode, man. Yo, if you got any, like, ill stories, like some wild dating shit, that, that's what we're going to do. We're just going to call it post-traditional <laughs> for the sake of this discussion. PTSD, post-traditional stress post-traditional disorder. Post-traditional stress disorder. What in if the if you've ever had some weird or interesting dating demands when you really didn't think that they probably should be demanding too much in that situation, yo, shout us out, man. I'd be interested to hear your story, man, because I'm just like, yo, I'm, I'm, it's cool if you want to be courted, but uh, you might want to have your own digs so that the courting goes well and that people don't end up in court <laughs> for courting. Just... <laughs> That shit sound like you get you killed, bro. Sound like get you killed. That that's just me. Sound like you get you killed. I don't have no I don't have no degrees in like criminal criminology, man, and shit that make a jealous lover kill a nigga. <laughs> that shit right there probably get you killed. I don't I understand. That's that's a lot, bro. That's all I got. That's a, that's on them ID shows, man. ID and oxygen the snack. All that shit, man. That shit be on there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That, or that could have been a, that could have been an attempt to get him over there and they rob him. True. There's Possible. a lot of there's a lot of things that could have could have. Well, that's even sadder too. But even still, it's just like you know the whole courting thing. But you gotta live in. It's kind of like I. Right, so like when you say courting, you know, do I show up with flowers and candy, ring the doorbell? <laughs> Make small talk with your ex-husband slash husband living in. You know, we talk about the weather, sports. Do I wait for you in the car? Do I wait for you in the living room? Do I sit down? Do I stand up? Like, it's a lot of shit. A lot of moving parts there, Brother Jay. A lot of moving parts. Yeah. Around tradition. That'll get you killed. Yeah. That's a lot, bro. Nigga show up at my house, man. Nigga have some explaining to do. I'm just saying. I'm living with. I get it. I get it. We ain't together, but nigga show up at my house. <laughs> he gonna have some explaining to do, and that's just me. So, more to the story is, hey man, if you in court, if you in court, whoever you courting, man, y'all either meet at a public place or make sure they don't gotta live in. Tradition to get you killed. That's a lot. Yeah, that's the world we living in, man. It's the world we living in. On that note, welcome to spring, man. Welcome to spring. Get your Zertec ready. Your Flonase ready. Your Allegra ready. And if you and if you and if you're living in denial, you know that little throat tick. You know how people had that throat tick. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. If you got that. You got allergies, man. Go on, go on get you some Flonase and tighten it up. That ain't sexy. The throat tip. Trust me, I know. I'm not only a client. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's always a pleasure, Brother Jay, man. Always a pleasure, man. Likewise, my man. Likewise. On that note, you've just witnessed another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV. That's RLJ. And we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. 
revolution is revolution. Till next time, beware the tradition that you subscribe to. Be light within said tradition. And maybe you don't buy a nigga over for a date. <laughs> you got a whole living. Bye, nigga. Be light. <laughs> Be light.